What up, y'all? It's your boy DJ Dime, man, from the Jungle Juice Podcast. Hope you enjoy listening to us right here on Jungle Juice Radio. But it's time to take a serious note. This month is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, the month of October. Y'all know we're going pink. Everything is pink. All our shows is pink. Everything is pink. So to support our pink initiative, buy one of our Jungle Juice Breast Cancer hoodies. All the proceeds from all the hoodies sold goes towards someone fighting for breast cancer at this time. If you do want to nominate someone that's fighting breast cancer at this moment, please DM us on our Jungle Juice Instagram at jungle juice podcast underscore this is a very serious issue and we definitely want to help a patient fighting breast cancer will be selected at the end of the month all proceeds will go towards that patient's care for more information go to www.thejunglejuicestore.com Welcome back to the Hall Pass Uncut. It's your girl, the Hall Monitor. And today, y'all, I got some crazy topics. Like, some real serious topics. But you know, before we get into it, I have to go with my glow of the week. Um, Let your girl think, because shit, shit got real this week. And it's only Thursday. And I'm trying to think of a glow that I had. What's, what's like a big glow? Ooh. Okay, so as you know, I am also a girls basketball coach. And last weekend, we won our game 49-3, period. And I had like a like heart-to-heart, but it was like a coach-to-player like moment. And they had just been glowing and growing. And we like looked at each other and we had like good communication, but it was like nonverbal. So like I would give her an eye and then like she would give me an eye. And it would just be like stuff that we've been working on. And then like she had the best game ever. And that was my glow of the week. Like that literally was my highlight of the week. Like it just made my whole heart smile. Like I almost dropped a tear, but you know I'm a real nigga, so I couldn't do it on the court. But that is my glow. Um, my grow of the week organization, y'all. Your girl is still working on organization. <laughs> Cause the fucking desk. The desk is is hectic. But I cleaned it today. So that's all right. And we're gonna get to it. But that's my that's my grow of the week. So that's my glow and grow. Maybe I'll have another glow, but until then I'm okay with just that one because that's my baby and she showed up. Um, but okay, topic one. Early burnout, y'all. Early burnout. Like, early burnout for teachers. Shit is getting real. Shit must be my new favorite word this week. Um, shit is getting real, like, <clears throat> and it's getting real, like, real damn early. Like, does does anybody else feel that? Like, literally, like kids are changing. School funding is continuously like getting lower and lower. And the expectation and standards for students has become like extremely out of reach. Like looking at the curriculum and expecting them to do certain things. It's like, even I'm looking at them like, nigga, I don't know how you about to grasp this, but I still got to say it because my job told me to say it. But it's just kind of like expectations where like, what am I supposed to do? And now it's just like, 
burnout is happening so early. Sometimes it happens so fast that you don't even understand what it looks like. Like it comes in many different forms. Like it can come lack of motivation. Like you don't even have the motivation to teach. You don't even have the motivation to do your extracurricular activities or your job. Calling off more. I can't tell you how many teachers have called off, y'all. It's only October. It's only October. And these teachers are not showing up like weeks at a time. You can't tell me you're not burnt out. Like, why is it happening so early? Then you've got lack of motivation, like I said. Then you got low patience. Where you just looking at your kid, like, the minute they drop a pencil, you like, sit your ass down. You're like, bro, that's not even me. Like, early burnout is happening, and it's happening fast. And what are we going to do about it? So that's what I'm going to talk about is just, like, the reality behind it and what we're going to do. Because all of a sudden, the communication with students become, like, unfiltered, unfiltered, and whatever comes up, comes out. Like, I had a teacher come to me the other day, and she was like, you know what, hall monitor? I don't even know if I'm going to be here in December. And I was, like, in my head thinking, what the fuck? Uh, please don't leave me. Um, she like, I just, I just can't do it because I'm just talking to these kids like they're nothing, and I'm just like, yeah, that's that can't happen. But the fact that she acknowledged that is something. But it's also like, okay, what, what else do you do? So you've acknowledged that you're burnt out, but how are we gonna problem solve? How are we gonna find a solution? So I'm gonna tell you, I don't have the answer. I really don't know how you're going to fix it because there isn't a magic wand that's going to fix years worth of damage. You know, it's just like there are definitely things we as educators can definitely do for ourselves um, and put things in place. But there's not something that's going to immediately fix this burnout feeling and saying like, oh, yeah, by tomorrow, if you do this, you'll be like super excited to go to work and no low patience and all of that. Like that's 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 mine. But I am going to give you some steps because I've been thinking about it. And I'm like, OK. I think I'm like getting close to that burnout stage, but I need to I need to put some things in place because I still love what I do. It's hard work. It's not hard work. It's hard work. Your heart got to be in it or the damn job is not for you. And that's just real. So first step is addressing the stressors. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because, like, sometimes we get so deep into it that we can't even identify what's stressing us out. Like, I could ask somebody, like, okay, like, what's the problem? Like, what the hell is the issue? And it's like, you know what? I didn't got so deep into it. I can't even tell you what's wrong. So it's just like... We need to pause and we need to identify what the heck is stressing you out. Is it the principal? Is it classroom management with behavior? Is it the curriculum that is just getting on your nerves so bad to the point of like you're at your break? Is it the fact that you don't give yourself enough mental health days? Like, oh, y'all, guilt behind taking off. I fall short of that like every time. I'm always like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to be there tomorrow. It's to the point where it's like a running joke with teachers and me. They're like, okay, home oh, monitor, yeah, we, wink, wink, we ain't going to see you tomorrow. I know damn well my ass going to show up. <laughs> like, I just feel so guilty because I feel like if I'm not there, who's going to take care of my babies? And that shouldn't be. That's another problem within itself. But the issue there is I can't fix everything. And if I'm not well, my students aren't going to be well. 
So I got to have to take that mental health day off. So we definitely have to step back, handle that, and figure out those stressors. Because once you address the stressors, that burnout's going to start to fall short. Second step, figuring out the ways the stressors are, like, really bothering you and if they outweigh the good. Like, does a stressor outweigh the good? You have to do, like, a pros and cons. Like, is it worse if you stay or is it better if you stay? And I think sometimes we don't allow ourselves to do that. Like, is it literally, like, making your mental and physical health, like, terrible? If it is, it's time to go. It's really time to to wrap yourself up. Like, the fact that you are mentally and physically ill is it, is really time to go it's really time to tap out like if you are not well let's let's address it let's let's go ahead and then the third step of course is just depending on your decision I win your pros and cons if you're saying that the good outweighs the bad figuring out the solution to address those because sometimes what we'll do is we'll fall victim to saying like, okay, I love my job and okay, it's just a little few tweaks that I need to do because the good outweighs the bad and then we never like do the few tweaks. We're just like, okay, yeah, I said it was bad, but I'm not doing a damn thing about it. And then next thing you know, the small issue develops and metastasizes into something greater and now you're deeper and you're back at square one and you burnt. Like, ain't shit left to light your candle. Sus is tapped. <laughs> like, so we're we're going to have to be proactive instead of reactive. Ooh, I'm going to say that again. We're going to have to be proactive instead of reactive. Because if we're proactive and putting steps in place and realizing when we're burnt out or when we're getting there and our mental health is not good and our physical health is not good, instead of reactive where we're just shutting down withdrawing isolating not doing normal things and just saying every day I hate my job or I hate this and I hate that and not doing anything about it then you start to lose yourself and that's when you start losing your passion that's when you start being displaced and then it's hard to come back from that so before you lose yourself completely I'm telling you to grab your reins grab your reins grab a hold of who you are Not just remembering your why, but going through those steps intentionally. Intentionality is key. (sighs) Y'all, as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking of like myself in this whole movement. And it's just kind of like, I got some self-reflecting to do. (laughs) I'm not burnt out, but like, I need to make sure that those few tweaks that I said I need to handle, I need to do. And I need to take some accountability for it. But... Lastly, guys, before we go into topic two, it's just like this this is the mic dropper. And I really feel like nobody actually thinks about it. Education is this big ass umbrella. But people think that the only thing you can do in education is be a teacher. Newsflash. Hell no. You do not have to stay in those four walls literally all of your life. You don't have to be a teacher all of your life. You don't have to be a teacher all of your life. Like literally, 
if you want to reach higher heights and you don't want to fall in the same trap and you're noticing that you're bigger than the classroom or bigger than where you are, research. Put yourself out there. If you want to create a podcast, let's create a podcast. If you want better curriculum, work on finding better curriculum. We all have our roles in education. It's just a matter of who's going to fight and go outside the box and get it. So, honestly, y'all, your homework is to do those steps. If you at that early burnout stage, you got some work to do. You got some work to do. Bro, sis, they, everybody, you got some work to do because it's some things that we have to do. We have to address those stressors. We got to problem solve, and we got to be proactive instead of reactive. But let me tell you this. When we come back, Make sure you bring some damn popcorn because the hall monitor got some damn juicy shit for y'all. And I ain't fucking with this this next topic. What's up, y'all? My name is Queen Nikki. I just wanted to come on here and let you guys know that I have started a brand new podcast. It's called Tired as a Mother. It's an hour-long podcast where we'll be talking about all things mommy-related, from what to expect during and after pregnancy to being overwhelmed and all of the in-between. So if you're a mommy or a mommy-to-be looking for advice or you just want to tune in, be sure to tune in on Thursdays wherever you listen to your podcast. So on some episodes, I will be going live as well. If you have any questions or you just want to jump into the conversation, thank you guys and make sure to search for my podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Again, it's called Tired as a Mother. All right, y'all. Okay, so we're back in the hallway and it's uncut for real because topic two, conflict in the worst workplace. And that sounds like so like legit and corny but no like dead ass child it's some snakes in the grass it's some snakes in the grass baby but (laughs) no for real like it's crazy because I think that there's this stigma around workforce and conflict and like people think like no you know you definitely have to show love to all your colleagues and sharing is caring and be besties and I'm going to be the one to say it because I told y'all this is the hall pass uncut. Skip that shit. We are not all best friends. We're not all besties. We can't all sit in a circle and sing Kumbaya. Like, that's that's not it. Like, don't get me wrong, though. I'm not saying you might not find your riders like your one or two where it's kind of like okay I'm here um we vibe we're both creatives we both have the same kind of classroom management so on and so forth but I'm also not saying that we're on the Barney show and we're about to sing and have a sing-along and everybody do their share like the reality is you don't go to work to make friends I don't care who doesn't want to hear that but that's the reality and I think some of us make that wrong we or we have that idea that it's like oh no when I go to work I know I'm gonna have everybody be on my friends and we're all gonna be buddies and sometimes you have to be mindful I'm not saying go in with your guard up but I'm also saying like be mindful that this is real life so y'all got a story okay so the hall monitor had an issue so look 
Yeah, just saying it. I mean, I'm over it now, but it's also just kind of like, I can't believe this shit. So anyways, I um, am like a big person about like decorating my walls with like posters of what my students need to know. And we write together in different colors. All of this, y'all. I buy all the good Sharpies and all of this. So I post it up on my wall and we have a thing called master teachers at our school. And the master teachers are basically, for those that don't know, um, are kind of like, quote unquote, big mentors for the rest of the teachers and come to like help you, observe you, coach and all of that jazz, right? So my master teacher comes in and she takes a photo. She's like, I'm going to get a photo um, of your like word wall and everything in your posters because it's just like so awesome. And I want you, I want to shout you out on our school page. And I'm like, oh, like, you know, you don't have to mind you, y'all. She comes in while I'm teaching. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you really don't have to do that. Blah, blah, blah. So she's like, um, no, no, definitely. I just want to shout you out because like, you deserve your flowers while you're here. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, cool. So they're like, make sure you look for it on the page. So I'm, I don't look for shout outs, accolades, anything like that. But I'm like, okay, you know, definitely I'll look for it. Two weeks go by. I don't think anything of it. And then I get an email, y'all. Bing. I open up my email and it's like from one of the ladies who works in my school. I'm sorry, one of the gentlemen who works at my school, one of the guys. And I call him like an uncle. And he sends out an email. He's like, y'all, check this out. Um, your girl Pam was highlighted on the district's website. And I'm like, what? Like, check out this article. So I click it. And normally, y'all, I do not have time to check my emails, like, right around this time. But for some odd reason, God was like, yeah, no, you're going to need this time. So I opened up the email. I'm reading. And it's like, Pam is doing so good on social studies. Oh, no, the title, y'all, this is what the kicker. The title was, Who's Doing It Well? Like, what teachers is doing well of the district? And they just randomly chose three teachers. It was one from eighth grade, one from seventh, and one from fourth. So I'm like, fourth grade? Oh, that's Pam. Like, Pam on there. So I scroll and I click on it. It's like, Pam is doing great. And look at the charts and things that she put on her wall. So I'm like, oh, let me scroll down to the picture. I scroll to the picture, y'all. Why is it my wall? Why is my damn wall on the district page? But as Pam's, Pam, you're shysty. Are you serious? Are you serious? So conflict, right? Immediately, the the fighter in my head was like, "Oh, you want the smoke? <laughs> you want to meet me outside across the street at the park? Because I know damn well you did not take my work, my hard work." And put your name on it. And then the work piece was like, okay, how are we going to handle this? How are we going to handle this smart? Because I play chess, not checkers. And I want to make sure that I'm two moves ahead of you. So I'm like, okay. Okay, Pam. You played this pretty nice. So, excuse me, I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then I'm like, okay. So I go to my assistant principal because we're like super close. And I'm like, sis, this is what happened, such and such and such and such. They're like, wow. She's like, you handling this much better than I am, huh, monitor? Like, I would have been pissed. 
So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, that's the green light to say if some if some shit went down, low key, I wouldn't get in trouble because my AP gave me the green light. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm out to like think sensibly, think sensibly. So then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go home. I'm going to think about it. I come back. One of my homegirls comes into my room the next day and she's like, hey, such and such just came to kick it with you, blah, blah, blah. So I run it by her because that's, that's my homegirl. I can, I can run it past her. She's like, oh, no. Let me tell you how to, how how Pam works. She's really shysty. She does this to everybody, but that's actually the furthest step that she's ever taken it with anyone. So you need to take it to the principal before you check her. Cause I immediately was like, okay, I'm gonna check her. And this time I'm gonna check her. She was like, nah, 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 nah. You got to go to the principal first, so that way she can't go back. Pam can't go back to the principal and try to cover her ass before you after you talk to her. I'm like, you're right. I went to the principal, y'all, and the principal was like, are you kidding me? Are you serious? That is perjury. And I said, it definitely is. And so they were like, okay, I'm definitely going to handle it. I'm definitely going to have a conversation, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> here's the funny part. So I guess they ended up having a conversation. So that next day I told you guys again, I'm a girls basketball coach. So I'm there and Pam comes and she's like, Mathis, I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, Miss Green, I'm like, okay, what's up? She like, um, let me talk to you. I said, what's up? She's like, did you see that on the on the on the district website they had made a mistake and put my name instead of yours? No, you you must think I'm really stupid. You must think I'm stupid. I must have food written over my face. So I played along, y'all, because one thing I'm gonna I'm gonna do, one thing the hall monitor is going to do is I'm gonna let you talk, cause I'm gonna let you dig the hole so deep, then I'm gonna say something and watch you fall in it. So I'm like, oh, they messed up. I said, yeah, I didn't get a chance to actually talk to you about that. You know, I've been busy, blah blah blah. Cause I forgot, but y'all backstory: the day the article came out, Pam didn't come to work. She ain't come to work that day. So I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And mind you, another coworker of mine was like. Yeah, I called them the night before, before I sent it to the staff, and they told me, oh, you don't have to send it out. So they knew. Pam knew that that email was going out, so she said, I'm going I'm to stay my ass at home. Oh, okay. But anyways, we're chatting it up. She's like, yes. Oh, my God, that's so crazy. Because I would never take credit for your work, and that's crazy, even though I know the homegirl who writes the article. Strike two. <laughs> Dumbass. So you just told me that you not only saw that they made a mistake, but number two, you know the person who writes it. And then, y'all, here was the cherry on top, strike three. She proceeds to say, and to be honest, I didn't read the article. I said, and that's when I had to speak, y'all. I said, you didn't read the article, but on the website, there's a, a portion where you can comment. I said, I could have sworn I saw you say thank you to two people in the building. <laughs> My favorite part is when niggas get to stuttering. She said, well, I had said thank you on behalf of our school. Like I was thanking our school and stuff. I said, you know what? I'm going to get back to, to coaching. I said, but don't worry about it. So yesterday we had another meeting <laughs> with my leadership team. And my principal, P-E-T-T-Y, which love, love them for this. They put in there on the agenda, congratulatory conversation. 
<laughs> my principal goes, yes, all right, let's get to the congratulatory piece. And so I'm looking, I'm like, what are they about to congratulate? Like, somebody having a baby, somebody getting married. She looks to Pam, and she was like, Pam, don't you have something to share? <laughs> Pam looks up and goes, oh, yeah. So after finally actually reading the article, I realized that they put my name on it instead of Miss Green's name on it. So shout out to Miss Green because Miss Green, you're really a phenomenal teacher. Talking about me. Talking about you're just a phenomenal teacher. I lean on you for a lot. You make the best anchor charts. Pooty poop poop. So everybody in the in the room was like, Yeah, Miss Green. Oh wow, it was actually your work. So you know me. I'm just like, okay, thanks, thanks, thanks. But the moral of it is, y'all, it's some damn snakes in the grass. And you have to be mindful. Sometimes we can overshare. But in that moment, I was not knowing that I was going to get bit in the ass. I really was not. But that also was like, I could have handled that one or two ways. One, I could have went, I could have went straight street. I could have went straight street. But I didn't, right? I allowed things to reveal itself to me. I'm not saying be a punk. I'm not, by no means am I saying that. But I'm saying like, move accordingly. Because at the end of the day, you're going to get your flowers. That snake is going to get, stab many 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 times before you even have to do so but also set the tone like be mindful but also let them know like you will never be able to do this again because you will never be able to cross me like that I worked too damn hard to get to where I'm at and and that's that's exactly how I did I set the tone I let you talk and then I cut you where it hurts oh, okay yeah I'm gonna I'm follow my chain of command and I'm gonna I'm gonna get it down I'm gonna get get to what I need to do so it's, it's very, it's very interesting, y'all. But also that brings me to another thing of knowing your click. Like, I feel like it gets really messy. Like one thing I remember when a long time ago when I wanted to become a teacher and one of my mentors was like, stay out of the teacher's lounge. And I was like, what type of advice is that? Like, I heard they got good snacks in the teacher's lounge and I thought teachers like all go there. And they're like, no, 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 no. Stay out of the teacher's lounge because it gets messy and people click up. And I'm like, wow, I started to see it. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. But just be mindful of the people that you keep close. Don't worry going in there trying to be the cool kid at the high school, right? That's what we used to do. What's how we used to, you know, we assimilate. And then we're all like, okay, I'm going to be with them because I think that they're the cool ones. Go in there and do you. Your click will come, even if it's one person. Like, don't go in there thinking that I have had the gang of people and then I got to tell a gang of people what the issue is. No, because you'll end up wrapped up in a lot of BS and you'll put your foot in your mouth before you can even step. So be mindful of those messy clicks and handle it with caution like a damn Amazon package. Be mindful. Weigh your options. Think about it. Then move. Because at the end of the day, is it affecting your money? If it is, there's another way to handle it. Is it affecting how you run your classroom? Handle it. And then the last thing with conflict is making sure that it doesn't affect you with the kids. Because a lot of teachers are jealous. They're jealous because of some people's relationship with students. And it ain't shit you can do about it. I don't care. They're my kids and I don't care. And if you don't like the way I mess with them, then I don't care. Unless it is harming them or hurting them, I don't 
there's nothing else I need to change. But there's also a way that you have to handle it to where the students don't see you getting out of pocket. There's a balance. There's a time and place to do everything. Don't go off and showing your ass, but also allow students to see your solution, how you handled it, holding your ground, but also putting adult moves in place. Because I didn't see some adults go left, baby. And when they go left, they go like out to the field, like the soccer field with the ball and don't come back. Yeah, that's that's not that's not how we want to handle it. But then there's also other times where you have to make sure that you're the voice for that student because what the other adult is doing is trying to create a rift in between you all and that jealousy is going to muster up and then it's going to start to affect you and that student's relationship. So stand your guard, be a model, but don't go too hard. But I just I just could not wait to tell y'all what happened to me. Like on the district page, y'all. Not to say I'm famous, but like, damn, <laughs> I have never experienced that before. And then you literally like took my stuff. But that was also confirmation. Take the conflict. Some certain things happen because it's just like a, a confirmation to say, you, you're doing what the hell you're supposed to do. And you're doing it well, baby. So keep doing it. Do what you need to do. And that's all I got to say, y'all. And next week, baby, we coming even harder. And I'm also going to get some other educators on here. Other educators need to say something because they they tired and they, they sick of the shit. They want to skip in the hallways too. So you've listened to your girl, The Hall Monitor. Make sure you tap in. Make sure you download. Make sure you share, y'all. And just stay tuned. Peace. It's your girl, The Hall Monitor, and I'm bringing you an education podcast live, uncut and full of all educator truths, things that we speak on and things that we don't. So tune into The Hall Pass every Thursday live at 7 p.m. or catch the podcast drop every Friday at midnight. Meet me there.